I'm Justin Lesko, presenting Jiu-Jitsu, brown belt, and former pro MMA fighter. In case you don't already know, Gordon Ryan has gone off on Nikki Rod. Now, before you tell me this is old news, because if you are listening to this the day it dropped, it's been like three or four days since this all broke out, but I was trying to delay making this as long as I could to give Nikki Rod time to respond to Gordon's response to him. Did he? You'll have to keep listening and find out in a few minutes. But the former teammates and Danaher Death Squad members under John Danaher have potentially given us Pro Grappling's next huge feud. But is that good for Jiu-Jitsu? Which of these two is right? I'm going to give you the backstory of what happened between them, all of the ways Gordon is right, all of the ways Gordon is wrong, plus all of the ways Nikki Rod is right, and all of the ways Nikki Rod is wrong. What else I'm going to give you is 15% off your order at EpicRollBJJ.com when you use the code PODCAST15. Whether you've got major beef with a former teammate or if you're normal and just like jiu-jitsu, Epic Roll will have you looking your best both on and off the mats. Geese, rash guards, fight shorts, t-shirts, hats, hoodies, joggers, and everything else you might need for jiu-jitsu, Epic Roll has. Don't waste more money on stuff that was not designed specifically for jujitsu. Give Epic Roll a follow on Instagram at Epic Roll BJJ and make sure you tag them when you're wearing your Epic Roll stuff. EpicRollBJJ.com, coupon code PODCAST15. Now let's pick sides. Welcome to That Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. Way, 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 way back in the 90s, a fella named John Danaher moved from New Zealand to New York. He started training jiu-jitsu under Henzo Gracie and quickly became one of the best coaches in the sport. Somewhere around 2010 or 2011, John Danaher took over the morning classes at Henzo's and a certain Eddie Cummings started training at the school. Between John and Eddie developing their now infamous leg lock system and adding in extremely talented grapplers like Gary Tonin, this new team started to dominate no-gi competition. It was at about this time that EBI started and Eddie and Gary basically won everything they entered using this, at the time, newfangled leg lock system. Just as a personal side note, in case you're listening or if not, maybe someone will send this to you, please come back to Jiu-Jitsu, Eddie Cummings. We all miss you. This success of the team drew in even more talented grapplers like a Mr. Gordon Ryan and then his brother Nicky Ryan. In the mid-2010s, the team picked up the moniker the Danaher Death Squad, and they had grown to include not just the people I previously mentioned, but also Craig Jones, Ethan Krellenstein, and you guessed it, Nick Rodriguez, aka Nicky Rod. Nicky Rod had been training for barely a year when he took second place at ADCC, and everyone was taking notice of how freakishly good this wrestler with one year of jiu-jitsu was getting. And plus, he looked like he was carved out of stone, so that always helps in the markability department. In late 2020, there was a bit of a shockwave in the jiu-jitsu world when it was announced that the Death Squad was leaving Henzo's school in New York and moving to Puerto Rico. Their goal was to make a new training camp base where the best grapplers from all over the world could come and train in a tropical paradise. They even had a series on flow grappling following them and documenting their travels slash training slash exploits. It was all short-lived though, as just a few months in, the team broke up out of the blue. They were going to leave Puerto Rico, and it kind of just kept getting weirder and weirder. First, Gordon announced that he was moving to Austin, Texas, and would open a school there with John Danaher. So everyone is thinking, okay, so is the whole team moving? Are some of the guys going back to Henzo's or to their original schools? Then it was announced that Craig Jones, Nicky Rod, and Gordon's brother Nicky would also be moving to Austin, but to open a different school and would not be there with Gordon and John. So they're all moving to Austin, but they're not moving there together or training together. 
So we end up with Gordon and John starting New Wave Jiu-Jitsu and Nikki Rod and company starting the B team. The schools are like 10 to 15 minutes apart, but they are not friendly. No one really knew why the breakup happened, but there were lots of rumors and it definitely seemed odd that two brothers would split up like that. Everything was sort of hush-hush, but there were little sound bites that would come out where people would talk about a toxic environment or preferential treatment. And then at ADCC 2022 this past fall, Gordon and Nikki Rod faced each other in the finals and Gordon got a win in pretty decisive fashion. Then a few months later on Fight Pass, Nikki Rod stepped in on short notice and Gordon and Nikki had a rematch and it was much closer. Nikki even broke Gordon's foot in a toehold, but Gordon won the match in overtime. After that match, Gordon accused Nikki Rod of using lotion and greasing, and that is the whole backstory. That is what led up to this week. On Mark Bell's Power Podcast, Nikki Rod said this. I mean, it's, his biggest thing is steroids. That's I mean, <laughs> you it's, think it's so you think it's purely I mean, the guy. You can't gain fifty pounds of muscle and be like, oh, it's irrelevant. No, it's super relevant. You you wouldn't be half the thing the the person you were if you if you didn't do that. Uh, and no no disre- no disrespect, but like it, you 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 have somebody that preaches all oh, technique is king, technique is king, and mm-hmm. then why are you trying to be so strong? You know, I I don't know. That's 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 my point on it. And I I honestly wouldn't wouldn't have even said that if he didn't go after our match be like, oh this guy's fucking greasing. It's like you're talking about greasing, which I didn't. No, never never cheated a fucking bit. And then. On top of that, I'm a natural athlete going against an enhanced athlete, and you still need excuses. Let's look at each thing Nikki Rod said and what was right and what was wrong. His biggest thing is steroids. I mean, allegedly Gordon is not a natural athlete. I don't think I'm breaking any news when I say a lot of people believe he is not natural, but to say his biggest thing is steroids is, I think, incorrect. Gordon's technique and approach and strategy are all impeccable. Does the juice help him? Yes, of course. I mean, allegedly, if he is taking it, uh, it would help him. That's why almost every high-level jiu-jitsu athlete is on steroids, allegedly. But if you took every single competitor off steroids, Gordon would still be the king of the mountain right now. You wouldn't be half the person you were if you didn't do that. Again, disagree, but I do think if Gordon was a clean athlete competing against non-clean athletes, he wouldn't have the incredible winning streak that he does right now, but I think he'd still be more than half the person he is. You have somebody that preaches all technique is king, technique is king, then why trying to be so strong? Technique is king, but when everyone is strong and has killer technique you can't just have technique you need to be strong too i'm not saying it's right and i'd prefer my jiu-jitsu competition to be steroid free but that's why people are focused on strength everyone else is also focused on strength nicky rod also said he wouldn't be saying all of this if gordon didn't accuse him of greasing after their last match and that's fair the door was slightly open for shit talk after gordon definitely made accusations against nicky rod that if they are true or aren't true you'd be pretty pissed to hear someone saying that about you imagine you go out and have a good performance against the best guy in the world and he accuses you of cheating if you didn't do that you'd be pissed but if you did do that and got your spot blown up you'd probably retaliate too i'm not saying which is which i'm just saying Last but not least, Nikki Rod says that he is a natural athlete. Can you achieve the same physique as Nikki Rod without steroids? Yes, probably for less than 5% of people on earth, but it's still possible. 
Can you achieve that physique while also competing and training in an explosive and cardiovascularly demanding sport like jiu-jitsu and have enough ability to recover from both jiu-jitsu and heavy lifting? I have my doubts. I'm not saying he's clean. I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying that is a bold claim for someone with that physique to make. After this clip started going around, Gordon Ryan quickly responded and it was a deluge of memes. He did make a post on Instagram that was very long and I'll hit the highlights and just like I did with Nikki Rod's comments, I'll tell you where I think Gordon is right and where he is wrong. But he also posted about a thousand memes and I'm not going to go through every single one because that's a very boring podcast hearing someone read memes to you, so I won't do that. Here are some of the main claims and statements from Gordon's original post. Between 2019 and 2022, Nikki had a losing record. This is a verifiable fact that Gordon did fact check and he points out in his post that he fact checked it. It's not much to be right or wrong about there. That's what it is. Nikki made people believe he was good by highlight reeling his blue belt students. Listen, Instagram is Instagram. As someone who posts a lot of training footage myself, which you're of course following at Justin Lesko, right? I don't think Nikki Rod is going out of his way to beat up on blue belts just for content. Plus, Nikki Rod does have competition wins over the most recent ADCC Absolute Champion, Yuri Samoz. He's got wins over Kyle Bohm, Cyborg, Orlando Sanchez, Muhammad Ali. So yeah, he is good. We'll call this statement from Gordon not really true. Gordon claims he saw Nikki Rod greasing multiple times. If that's true, then that's a pretty huge thing. Greasing before jiu-jitsu competition is one of the biggest ways you cheat, so that's a very heavy accusation. I'm in no place to say whether that's true or not, obviously. Gordon also claims that Nikki's body lock passing system is a ripoff of Gordon and John's body lock system. This is something with instructionals where it's sort of muddy waters. Like how unique does something have to be for it to be claimed as your own? If you put out a closed guard instructional and one of the things you show is an armbar from closed guard, are you ripping off the first person to ever do a closed guard armbar? How many unique details do you need to include before it's officially your way of doing it? It's the same thing with the body lock stuff. How much can one person claim ownership over a common position? It's like two comedians telling similar jokes about a news story. It's common thought presented in two similar but different ways. Is one ripping off the other? Plus, with Gordon and John's leg lock system, no one says Gordon is ripping off Eddie Cummings, who you could say was an integral part in the Danaher Death Squad's development of that system. Is Gordon right to say that he showed Nicky Rod body lock stuff? Yeah, he probably did. Is it accurate to say that Nicky Rod ripped off Gordon's stuff and is claiming it as his own? I honestly don't know how you'd approach that. Where does ownership start, end, or get transferred? Lastly, Gordon claims that Nicky is not natural like he says he is. So sort of like I talked about a few minutes ago, it's hard for me to adamantly defend Nicky Rod when he looks and trains and performs the way he does. If he is natural, then the biggest compliment I can give to him is that he sure doesn't seem like it. But is that enough to say for sure he's not? I have my doubts, but I don't think I can go past that. I did hope to include a section right here all about Nikki's response to Gordon's response, but at the time of this recording, there has been zero reply from Nikki Rod. I'm sure the second I publish this, he will respond and I'll have to make a follow-up. So better make sure you are subscribed to the show. That way, if I do have to make a follow-up, you don't miss it. Is this feud good for jujitsu? 
I think some people would view this as an unnecessary drama between two grown men who compete in a sport that 98% of the rest of the world doesn't care about. I am not one of those people. I think a very public, very heated rivalry is good for professional jiu-jitsu. Let's look at the 10 highest grossing pay-per-views in the UFC since the sports are parallel and they have numbers for those kinds of things. Number one, Conor vs. Khabib, rivalry. Number two, Conor vs. Poirier 2, not a rivalry at the time. Number three, Conor vs. Diaz 2, rivalry. Number four, Conor vs. Poirier 3, rivalry. Number five, Conor vs. Cowboy, not a rivalry. Number six, Conor vs. Diaz 1, rivalry. Number seven, Usman vs. Masvidal, rivalry. Number eight, Conor vs. Alvarez, rivalry. Number nine, Mir vs. Lesnar, rivalry. Number 10, Conor vs. Aldo, one of my most favorite rivalries in all of MMA. We can see from this a few things. Number one, this Conor McGregor fella sells a lot of pay-per-views. Number two, of the top 10 best-selling pay-per-views in UFC history, eight of them were headlined by people who did not like each other. There's a reason for that. In combat sports, if there's an element of hatred between participants, then people will be more interested in it. I have always been a proponent of growing jiu-jitsu and having more mainstream eyes on the sport. The way to do that is get these athletes more attention and make these events more fan-friendly. A heated rivalry is obviously a good way to boost sales and drive more attention to professional jiu-jitsu. You can send me a message on Instagram if you want to have some beef so that we can get famous by arguing in public. And from a competition standpoint, I think we need something to keep our interest in Gordon. He's about to compete against Felipe Pena again, and I'm not really getting the vibe that people are super pumped for it. Even though Gordon has beaten Nikki Rod twice already, another matchup between them would be compelling because of all of this. I think people being excited for a Gordon-Ryan match is something the sport needs. So that's where we are in the war of words so far. I'm assuming there's more to this spat coming and honestly I'm excited to see where this goes and if we can get another match between these two. Whose side am I on? I'm not really sure but it seems just via the volume of response by Gordon that he's getting the better of Nikki. We'll see how it plays out though. Thank you all for listening, especially if you're still here listening all the way to the end. You are a legend. I have a lot of stuff in the works for you, so make sure you stay tuned, and I will see you in the next episode.